Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of November 6th. The theme of this week is buckle your seatbelt. We are in eclipse season. It is a time of new beginnings and sudden endings. And this one is especially intense because the solar eclipse that we had back on October 25th was conjunct Venus in Scorpio. So the sun, the moon, and Venus were all at two degrees Scorpio. And Scorpio is the sign that rules sexuality. It also rules death and regeneration. The word most commonly used to associated with Scorpio is intensity. And that's what we've been seeing. You know, I taped this ahead of time, so there may be some things that will happen that haven't happened yet. But we do know that there's been stories about people who are suddenly meeting people and starting new relationships and the death of relationships, Venus and Scorpio. Tom Brady and Giselle, the model, the football player and the model, announced their divorce a couple days after the eclipse. There had been rumors it was coming, but they've reached a settlement like very quickly, you know, their marriage that was almost at 14 years, which is basically they're having the Saturn opposition to their marriage where they're up against, you know, restrictions and and hardship. And they've decided to Saturn square Uranus separate to break off the relationship. Kanye West has gone ballistic over the last month. And he has been very controversial for many years saying things, well, he went too far and he's essentially been canceled. So this solar eclipse was opposite his Venus-Mars conjunction and Venus opposite Venus. All of these financial partnerships that he had, especially in the fashion industry, his Venus is in the sign of Taurus at two degrees, were ended. He has his Mercury on that fixed star Algol, that's a very intense fixed star associating with beheading. So his words essentially beheaded himself here in this time where the eclipses are back, bouncing back and forth between Scorpio and Taurus. And it looks like he's finally just crossed a line that he, he can't come back from, but we'll see what happens with him. He's a Gemini. So this Mars retrograde in Gemini, like It would be really interesting to see what happens when Mars goes back over all the old ground in his chart, because he may be, you know, get out of this. It appears that he may be having some kind of psychological issue with a manic episode. And but when it when he he may come to his senses and realize what he's done, and it'll be interesting to see if he goes on some kind of apology tour. Maybe, maybe not. We shall see. So that's the death of financial relationships. And then there was almost a literal death, 
an intruder broke into Nancy Pelosi, who is the Speaker of the House of Representatives in Congress here in the United States, broke into her house. She's been demonized for years by her opponents, and she has Mars, the planet of action, on Algol. So this is also an Algol story. You know, people have been very vitriolic towards her and threatened her life specifically. She probably is one of the people in Congress with most death threats. During January 6th, they ran in saying, where's Nancy? And chanting that outside during the insurrection. And this guy who broke into our house with a hammer was asking for her. He said, where's Nancy? And when the police came, was saying he was waiting for Nancy. So apparently he had political reasons for breaking into the house. He hit her husband with a hammer. Her husband required brain surgery. Hopefully he survives this. He's expected to survive while I'm recording this, but the man is in his 80s, so we shall see. So we saw the death of a romantic relationship with Giselle and Tom Brady. We saw the death of financial with Kanye and almost a literal death with Nancy Pelosi's husband. The spouse is ruled by Venus. Another big feature of this eclipse season is that Mars is retrograde in the sign of Gemini. So the sun in Scorpio is reporting into a retrograde Mars in Gemini. Like a lot of words, people acting out of what they're thinking. So we see with the guy who broke into Nancy Pelosi's house is a conspiracy theorist. Apparently has all kinds of ideas about all kinds of stuff. Never has this man probably looked for a horse. He's always looking for zebras. So Mars went retrograde, squared Neptune. So that's the Holy War transit where people can be fighting or taking action or attacking based on their beliefs. And King Kong's Pluto, which leads to potential catastrophe. So these are two of the big things that have been going on so far. And now we're coming up to the lunar eclipse, which is intense. I recorded a series of eclipse videos, one for each sign of the zodiac that talks about where the solar eclipse is hitting in your chart, the lunar eclipse, and Mars retrograde. And I tie the story together and do a three-card oracle reading. There's also a larger video that overviews the whole eclipse season, what Mars retrograde is, and shows the charts for both of them. So you can go to the link in the show notes or just go to my website and you can grab that. It's now on sale. So it's on sale for $12. So check it out. And there are three things I want you to think about this week. The first is that, you know, relationships It's very interesting. People are going to be getting engaged and getting divorced. There's like these big beginnings and endings. So yesterday we had Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony in the sign of Scorpio, this intense sign opposed Uranus. Uranus is the great awakener. So people were coming awakened to how they really feel in relationships. Some people falling in love or out of love suddenly, even it may feel like, although it's probably been coming for a while. And then today, what is going to happen is Venus will square Saturn. And Saturn's about commitment. Saturn's about limitations, hardships, longevity, things like that. So 
someone's story will be they were proposed to marriage proposal, business proposal, some kind of opportunity will come up that affixes themselves to someone in a long-term arrangement. So for some people, that's the Venus opposite Uranus square Saturn arrangement. For others, it can be like we're in Scorpio season. Things are being revealed with Mars retrograde. Somebody's going to find texts, finding out their partner has been having an affair or spent all their money or things like that. And that surprise that came up will lead to an end to the relationship or hardship or fighting or something. Saturnian will be happening. So just be prepared for that, especially if you have planets around 15 to 20 of the fixed signs of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius. These are the people who are most likely to be having this like kind of shock and awe experience. And it can be good, it can be bad. If you have planets there, you can try buying a lottery ticket, especially if Uranus is in your second house or even eighth house. But yeah, so keep this in mind as you move through this week that relationships are under pressure. Unexpected things are going to be coming up and the spotlight may not be put on them till later in the week, but this is a big theme and this is a big theme of the eclipse season. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that we're having an intense lunar eclipse on November 8th. And one of the reasons it's so intense is because it's activating the Saturn-Uranus square. The moon is at the same degree as Uranus. They're both at 16 degrees of Taurus, opposite the 16 degree sun in Scorpio. And the sun is conjunct Mercury and Venus and Scorpio, and all of these planets are squaring Saturn. The energy is chaotic. It's just bonkers. So the Saturn-Uranus square is very tight. Uranus is at 16 Taurus. Saturn is at 18 Aquarius. So it's separating a little bit, but it's very tight. And this is around people fighting against authority is one of the things that we're seeing, like we're seeing in Iran with the women in Iran. You can see structures breaking down. Uranus rules voting. It's one of the signifiers of voting. And this day is election day in the United States of the midterms, midterm elections. So where the balance of power between the executive branch and the legislative branch will be determined. And there's a big risk that the Democrats will lose both the House and the Senate. Looking at this chart, I wonder if it'll be somewhat surprising because Ceres, the asteroid of motherhood, is in the sign of Virgo, the sign of the Virgin, and is in a trine with the moon and Uranus. So maybe perhaps more people will be motivated to come out and vote based on the Roe v. Wade being overturned than is showing up in the polls right now. So that could be part of the reasons it's Uranian because typically the opposing party gains more seats, but maybe it'll be a difference because of, of this aspect of it. Also, with Mars retrograde, there's concerns that there'll be a lot of political violence. We've already seen Paul Pelosi attacked. There are people, stories in the news about people being feeling threatened or intimidated as they're going to vote. 
is quite possibly going to be a big story. Also, Mars in Gemini retrograde, there can be an accident due to like confusion or like lack of attention with that square to Neptune, but causes a big calamity and a catastrophe with Mars King Kung's Pluto because maybe mistakenly someone will be called a winner who really didn't win or people will falsely claim they're winners. I think it's going to be beyond chaotic around the midterms elections in the United States. So hold on to your hat. If you're going to vote at the polls, I suggest you get there early and get out so you can go on with your day. The sun is parallel the fixed star Sirius, the brightest fixed star. And Sirius is really important for the United States because our sun in our natal chart, the United States natal chart, the Sibley chart is conjunct Sirius. It's the shining one or the scorcher. So those two images come to mind. Mars is also parallel the fixed star Alcyone. And this is an intense fixed star. Bernadette Parady says it's inner vision, but judgmental. It's linked to the fates and the judgment of the dead. It's known for ruthlessness or judgmental anger. It's also visionary and associated with mystical abilities, but it can also be associated with narrow-mindedness. And we can think about like all the talk about elections and things in the United States, like people, you know, just bring up like one petty topic and we'll hammer it into the earth. And so Mars interacting with this fixed star can be someone who's motivated to address the imbalances of the world and people who become angry at injustice. So we'll see what happens. I think There's going to be a lot of really intense interactions with people. For the United States, it's around elections. Other places, there are other topics, but we will see this reverberated, you know, around the world in a lot of places. And it will be magnified because when Jupiter went back into Pisces, it's now at 29 degrees Pisces, that anoretic, intense, karmic last degree of the sign, it's retrograde. It's squaring Mars, which is still at 25 degrees of Gemini retrograde. So Jupiter is an amplifier. So there can be some amplification of angry energy, conflict, fighting words, fighting for beliefs, all of this sort of thing. So take care of yourself. Don't get into conflicts needlessly because they can escalate past what you would have ever expected. The last thing I want you to be aware of is that Mercury is going to go Kazemi. When a planet goes Kazemi, it goes into the heart of the sun and is purified. All the like old stuff is burned off and it's reborn. Now, it's very interesting because Mercury also feels very associated with ballots. And so when a planet is Kazemi and it's in the heart of the sun, it's invisible. So there may be the news coming up later in the week about things around ballots or that I was talking about earlier, the hidden ballots or something like that, because Mercury's travels this week in the sign of Scorpio, where it's going to be unearthing things is first on Sunday, it'll hit the south node, the cosmic drain, the cosmic vacuum cleaner. 
So that can be really interesting where people are saying things that are very cruel or ruthless or scheming, a lot of scheming going on. And then it goes Kazemi and then opposes Uranus. And so like shocking things and the sun is right nearby. So the sun will spotlight shocking things that people have done that may be lawless. And then both the sun and Mercury will eventually square Saturn and there'll be consequences for behavior that people have done or restrictions and things like that. So some people's words can come back to hurt them this week or secrets revealed, schemes that were hatched become visible, that sort of thing will be happening as well. On Sunday, the word of the day is egotism. So this is a great day to like do some shadow work. Consider how ego-based actions have led to regret in your life. And if something happened this week where you said something or what have you, it's a great opportunity to just think about apologizing. The moon is in Aries, so people will be feeling very fiery. They may be a little bit impulsive and do things leading from their ego. And with Mars retrograde, the moon and the sun reporting into Mars retrograde and Mars having all these conversations, like this weekend is going to be wild. So really stay safe if you're out and about and consider you know, especially like road rage is going to be one of the stories of Mars retrograde. So don't get into it if you don't have to with strangers who irritate you out and about. This is a day Venus will square Saturn. Venus at 18 degrees of Scorpio squaring Saturn at 18 degrees of Aquarius. So if you have planets around that, you could feel this Senses of loneliness in relationship can be one of the features of this or feeling separated. So if you're lonely, reach out to someone. If you're in a like a fight with your sweetie, consider if it's your ego holding you back from just apologizing and getting on with it. And you know, you may want to make amends. The moon will enter Taurus at 9:14 p.m. Pacific time, and you could be all made up and having a, a lovely evening. This is a great time to, you know, indulge your senses when the moon is in Taurus. But we are off to the races with the energy of the eclipse. On Monday, the word of the day is rooted. So think about how you're like a tree, an oak tree, and The goal is to get grounded, to discharge some of this like chaotic energy. So think about how you're a tree and the tree has deep roots. You can be like an oak tree or think about you're the willow. A willow tree might be even better to conjure up because you can think about how the willow bends, but it doesn't break despite the swirling storms around it. So there's not much going on during the day. There's some lovely quintiles and biquintiles, which are grace notes. You can think about how changing your mindset can help you manage through the chaotic energy around you. On Tuesday, the word of the day is bonkers. The energy is so chaotic. There's so much going on. This is the day of the lunar eclipse at 16 Taurus. It happens at 3.02 a.m. Pacific time, where the sun and the moon are opposing each other. The moon's next to Uranus, so who knows what's going to happen. There could be 
There could be earthquakes. There could be other kinds of catastrophes or storms. Neptune and Jupiter are both in Pisces. There could be water, water everywhere, but yet not a drop to drink kind of imagery is what I'm getting from this. And who knows, somebody may be arrested again for trying to give somebody a water or a bottle at the polls in the United States. It's election day. The Sabian symbol for 17 Taurus, where the moon and Uranus are conjunct at 16, but you read the Sabian symbols, you read up. A symbolic battle between swords, the disciples of might and torches, the disciples of enlightenment. So swords and torches fire and air, Mars in Gemini, retrograde. This is what's coming to me that it's really going to be, yeah, a lot of arguments, spiritual differences. Also on a positive could be bringing love and light to war zones, the pen being mightier than sword. This is from Linda Hill's book, The Sabian Oracle, 360 Degrees of Wisdom. I love the Sabian symbols. Also, the might of the media. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see if one of the mistakes or many of the mistakes coming up during this time have to do with the media's like calling an election wrong or something like that or talking about a lot about the polls. So just hold on to your hat. It's just going to be a wild ride. Now, Mercury will go Kazemi at 8.42 a.m. I always recommend with this Kazemi, it can be a time to get quiet. This could be a great time to pull a oracle or tarot card. What am I meant to know today about what I need to change or something like that related to the eclipse? Could be a question that you ask, but eclipses are time of faded events. So you might just want to just go with the flow and see what comes up. Yeah, Mercury is also going to be opposite Uranus on this day. You will be seeing people shouting at each other, most likely, or hearing about it. Yeah, it's wild. Take care of yourself and do your best to stay grounded. On Wednesday, the word of the day is accusations. This might actually feel like the hardest day of the week. The energy is also extremely chaotic on this day. The sun, which is a spotlight, which is illuminates things, is opposite Uranus. So you may be watching the news if you do that or reading the paper and be reading about all sorts of things that went on during election night that or election day that were shocking, unnerving, unlawful that sort of thing. And the moon will go into Gemini at 5.36 a.m. Pacific time. So really, the moon will be co-president with Mars. So watch your nervous energy or agitation, your mental agitation. Use your breath to calm yourself if needed. Yeah, I suggest like pausing during the day and just taking care of yourself. But notice if people, even just like at your work or whatever, are accusing people of other things or listen to what is not being said as well with the Mercury is traveling in the sign of Scorpio. So there can be a lot underneath the surface. This is also the day that Mercury will square Saturn. So yeah, that's accusation energy and also people coming up against restrictions, hearing that they're losing their job or a company is downsizing, 
things like that can be going on. Another big story of the eclipse that I forgot to bring up was that Finally, Elon Musk has completed the purchase of Twitter, which has been a wild story. Twitter Saturn's at 10 degrees of Taurus, and it was hit at the solar eclipse. And then there was all this Mercury retrograde, will he or will he not buy it? And now the deal's closed right after the solar eclipse we had on October 25th. It was a couple days after that. So a lot of the people at that company are learning about their fate This week, also other companies may be making decisions, announcing things about scaling down and whatnot, and they will be making accusations about why they're doing this, or someone may be accused of quiet quitting or all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting day. If you're impacted, let me know how this topic shows up for you. On Thursday, the word of the day is spectacles. So you can think about how people's behavior can be a spectacle or about how you can use spectacles as in glasses to see things clearer. On this day, Venus will be at 22 degrees of Scorpio, trining Neptune at 22 degrees of Pisces, both in water signs. So there can be feelings of intuition, but it also can be with Mercury and Scorpio, Venus and Scorpio, like a lot of feelings of suspicion and things like that. You can think about, am I about to make a spectacle of myself if I come out with what I think I'm seeing? Is it real? Is it paranoia? Rose-colored glasses is when Venus and Neptune are talking. This can also be a really, really romantic day or it can be like the day a relationship ends or that it sinks in that it's over and that there are feelings of disillusionment. Neptune is a planet of illusions and delusions. And so once Venus clears it, you may be able to see what's going on more clearly. So take a look through the spectacles. On Friday, the word of the day is closure. The sun will square Saturn. Saturn is the end. So things that end on this day are meant to end. They may bring feelings of disillusionment. The moon is square Neptune on this day as well. And anger, the moon will square Neptune, then conjunct Mars. So yeah, there can be unexpected endings that come on this day Or like someone who's been working really, really hard may get some kind of promotion that they weren't expecting or were expecting. So yeah, just stay present with what brings closure on this day. How can you close a door and open a window? Yeah, I like that. Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony, and Mars about action are King Kunks. So this is also a day where someone may meet someone who is super sexy, a super sexy stranger, but the relationship, like take it slow because it may not last. Yeah, don't get a wedding dress all picked out until after Mars goes direct in January. Yeah, just keep that in mind. That can be feel very romantic, but you may not be seeing what you think you're seeing. The moon will enter Cancer at 4.22 p.m. Pacific time, bringing tender feelings. And you may want to like snuggle up at home. This is a great night to just spend a night at home, I think. 
and cook a great meal, take a bath, like really let go of the week. Bring this week to a close, especially if it was really wild and rocky for you. On Saturday, the word of the day is spread. So you can think about maybe doing some kind of tarot spread or I'm thinking, you know, you how you spread butter. Yeah, Mercury in the sign of Scorpio's trine Neptune in the sign of Pisces. So I really love doing some kind of oracle card or tarot card spread about whatever topic that is top of your mind. Like, what do I need to know about X? What is my next best action? And what am I not seeing? So do like a three-card tarot reading. Mercury's at 22 Scorpio, Neptune at 22 Pisces. The disseminating moon phase begins at 5 Cancer at 2.22 a.m. Pacific time. So things may really be illuminated to you about what you're not seeing in the shadows by doing some kind of card spread. You can go to my Amazon store at the link in my bio, and I have a bunch of decks that I suggest. I've been using the Mystical Shaman Oracle by Colette Baron Reed and Alberto Delondo. A lot this eclipse season. I also love the Alchemy deck and the Archetype deck from Kim Kranz. The Lightseer's Tarot are all great choices. The Akashic Tarot is probably the most accurate deck that I have. So you can take a look at the link in the bio and and get a new deck for yourself. That's a great thing to do this eclipse. And I get a few pennies if you buy it through my Amazon store. Okay, so that's it for this week's episode. Sorry, it ran a little long. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories about your eclipse experience. You can also do what's called an Ask Me Anything. You go to my Snip feed and just send me your birth information and I can record a video for you or you can come get a full reading because it's a really important time of faded events, of big changes, about releasing things that are no longer serving you so that you can grow and expand your life. Also, you can let me know how the daily themes play out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.